Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't. But I'm handling it. And one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. Well, everybody, I am so thrilled to dive into today's episode because it centers around a topic that I've been fascinated by for a while now, and that's skincare. I think it goes without saying that the skincare and beauty industry has completely taken over. Drugstores, salon companies, and department retailers have their shelves lined with all kinds of different products and treatments for your skin, nails, hair, the list goes on. And I feel like it can be overwhelming at times to know where to start and what to try. I've had beauty brand founders on the podcast in the past, and I have so enjoyed learning about this industry that I am so excited to welcome today's guest, who is an absolute force in it. And that's Jamie O'Banion. Jamie is the founder and CEO of Beauty Bio, the clean clinical skincare brand that created the popular and patented at-home microneedling tool, Glow Pro. Jamie's background in science and skincare fueled her passion to create 100% effective skincare products that were designed to improve skin health. And today, she's transformed that idea into a multi-million dollar global brand that has garnered a ton of praise from consumers. So today, Jamie will be sharing what sets Beauty Bio apart from other skincare brands out there, her commitment to transparency and authenticity, and why she's so passionate about the relationship between skincare and science. And with that said, you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. So Jamie, yeah, like I said, you are the CEO and founder of the clean and clinical skincare brand Beauty Bio. And I am just so thrilled to have you on to chat about not just your your involvement with the company, but how you've been growing it over the past few years, new product launches, all of that. So thanks for coming on to chat about it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Of course. So yeah, we were just talking about it beforehand. Um, I, I feel like we're in a time where everybody and their mother has a skincare line. And I I think it's great because in the sense that, you know, more people are paying attention to skincare products and what's good for your face and what products you should be using. And, and there's so much conversation that's been generated around it that I I feel like that just hasn't been over the past few years um, or past 10, 15, however you want to look at it. But you're someone who not only have you been in the industry for a little bit with your company and just growing and expanding and doing really interesting things with technology and skincare, but you come from a family, your upbringing was really based around sort of the the skincare cosmetics industry. So if you don't mind, I think it's really interesting if, if you wouldn't mind talking about sort of your upbringing, your relationship with your dad and how that sort of started your, your interest with uh, cosmetics. Totally. And it's so funny because I'm a big believer that if you look for them, your life offers these little breadcrumbs that will help you, whatever you end up doing and you're supposed to be doing, you'll have these moments when you look back and you go, oh my gosh, I'm connecting the dots now. And I understand what, why these different um, moments, chapters, experiences come together to build this beautiful, this beautiful quilt, if you will. So It was interesting because you're spot on. There is a new skincare line for sure every week. And I want to say first and foremost, I'm a big believer in empowered women, empower women. So there is enough room in the sandbox for everyone. And even with all the tailwinds in the world, it's still challenging to build a brand. So I am a big believer that if someone wants to launch something, be it skincare, clothing, whatever it might be, um, helping, sharing, and and consolidating efforts is always a great thing. There's enough room for everyone to win. I think with that being said, it's challenging as a consumer myself to differentiate when everyone is saying so many of the same messages. And here's why that happens in beauty. Number one, monitored FDA, FTC. So everyone has to kind of play in the sandbox with a set of adjectives, benefits, claims that we can all speak to. So oftentimes, things end up sounding pretty synonymous, right? And it's hard to 
properly differentiate without making, you know, a structure function claim. So I think that's why you see here so much about hydration or glow or this or that, and they might feel somewhat redundant. So there is that limitation. And I think secondarily, it's interesting because having grown up um, on the R&D side of the business, my dad is an amazing physician. He um, anesthesiologist by trade, and then um, has always loved skincare, has been amazingly involved in our family's lab on the biotech side. Um, and I watched as he helped other brands. And typically it was like a plastic surgeon that wanted a private label, or maybe it was one of the big four. And they typically buy just one raw material, which is like your workhorse for the formula versus what we would call a finished good. Um, and I feel like in the nineties, it was kind of celebrities that were doing skincare and then it kind of transitioned to influencers or whatnot. And they would typically come to a lab like ours. And we would say, okay, what is it that you're looking for? Oh, I want it to be this or to be that. And you'd offer suggestions. You'd work with them on the formula. Sometimes you would just develop again, a bigger brand, the raw material. The challenge there is when you're in a scenario that you're providing simply an ingredient. And I had this happen a couple of times working on an amazing ingredient and you prepare what's called a technical data sheet. And all of the backend um, R&D in our lab is really unique because we make new ingredients. So all those like funny little names on the back mm -hmm. of a package, we actually file with the International Cosmetic Index um, to make new raws. And a lot of labs um, shop from the grocery shelves. You know what I'm saying? Like exist, you know, Barnett, there's a bunch of different suppliers. And um, so I love newness. I love, I went to a all girls school, very STEM focused school. Um, I love science, love chemistry, love it. That's why I'm a baker, not a cook because baking is exact. Right. Um, so you, you have this environment where, you know, we're making new raws. I helped to put together the, Hey, this is what you need. And part of that technical data sheet is this ingredient. Maybe it's water soluble, whatever it might be, but it needs to be in at a certain percentage to be efficacious to work. Mm -hmm. So going back to baking, do you bake? I do. I do. Okay. So you'll know if you bake bread, for example, which is mm -hmm. rare for me. Um, but if you do, it's one that if you don't put the right amount of salt in, mm -hmm. your bread might look beautiful, like gorgeous, golden, but you bite into it. And what, what happens? Oh, it's going to have like apps. The taste will be terrible. Exactly. Terrible. No taste. Disgusting. Yeah. So the concentration matters. And what I saw happening is, you know, our ingredients are not inexpensive, but they work. We test mm -hmm. everything. And I, what I saw happen was you would sell a raw material, recommend this is the percentage. And instead of something being in at 5% per se, it would launch in the market because, you know, you're excited. You go, I go check it out. Like what are the finished formula and it looking like, and it would be in at 3%. 3% doesn't work. Like literally the ingredient doesn't work. So the challenge is we had companies that were putting products in the market that had the right ingredients, yet they didn't have the right concentration. Or sometimes if someone um, maybe doesn't have a lot of experience in skincare chemistry, someone might sell them a formula or like a white label formula where you have, you know, a certain alpha hydroxy acid, which is in with a retinoid and they cancel each other out. There's, there's a lot of chemistry that goes into it. Um, so we ended up in a marketplace where there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work or even makes your skin worse which is unfortunate because the consumer doesn't know. I had the total unfair advantage, Catherine, of being able to grow up in a space that I was absorbing all of this information from a very young age. And to me, it's just like, of course, you should be using vitamin C during the day and vitamin A at night and physical barrier SPF and avoid this and avoid that. Um, and that's my space because I know it. If you ask me to figure out the brand new remote control we just got with 18 <laughs> settings that hooks to the app that hooks, I would have no idea. That's not my space, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not a consumer's fault that they don't know. Um, it's up to us in the industry to help educate. So my whole goal, I love it when people use and love beauty bio. That makes me so happy. I love when they send messages to me and DMs and look at my before and after images and my acne is clear. My hyperpigmentation is gone, whatever it might be. But I feel a responsibility to help educate more than anything else. Mm -hmm. People are welcome to use whatever skincare it is that they want to use, but you'll find when I am teaching a masterclass or talking, I tend to focus on certain ingredients or concentration or, you know, mixes thereof of look for this, avoid this. This one's really essential. You know, this is not essential. 
and people can shop wherever they want to shop. Um, but that education piece is really, really important. So um, long answer to your question, having grown up in the industry, it has made me um, very jaded in the sense that it's hard for me to believe anything. We are one of, I don't, I can't think off the top of my head of another brand that third party, not first party, but first party and third party clinically test every single one of their products, which is a bit mind blowing because we kind of assume that it is, you know, but many, that's why you'll see people focus on just ingredient claims versus like the finished product does this, uh, which we, you know, focus on. Otherwise it'd be like baking a cake and not tasting it. Can you tell I'm hungry? I'm like ready for my snack. Yeah, I want bread. Right. So it's, it's exciting. And it's, um, I hope that as we continue to push the envelope, we were the first to bring pro-grade microneedling, which we filed the patent for over a decade ago into the marketplace. It's easy. Everyone can do it. We just launched our at-home hydration facial tool, which is amazing. And it's had incredible success paired with our topical skincare vitamin. We use acid-free vitamin C. So it's non-irritating. It's a new form. Most people are still using ascorbic acid, which is 20 years old. We have better vitamin C forms. And then we have a retinol that we've developed that is deep release sensitive skin like mine can use. Um, that's amazing to use at night, sun protection. And then of course, stimulating with these incredible beauty tools that in hindsight, you know, like our mother, grandmother didn't have. And now we have access to, which is why women and men are looking younger than ever before, because we can do these things at home now. That's so true. And like how great that you have that background in, in sort of the space of, you know, like you said at the beginning, you love science, you're a science nerd. How great to have that because you, you sort of know to pay attention to the certain things like you brought up sort of formulas and how that all comes together to create that bigger picture. That's something, as you were talking about that, I started thinking like, yeah, I've definitely seen, you know, cosmetic products, um, skincare products where, you know, they claim they're safe for sensitive skin, yet there's all these different essential oils in it and, and things that don't make sense. Um, things that are non-irritating, but have fragrance. And, and I've been, you know, me and my very novice knowledge on, on, you know, the, the technology and the, the science behind skincare, but I've started to notice those things and how great that, you know, that's sort of been at the forefront of your company from the beginning. Um, and I guess that brings me to then beauty bio, how, and when did you, like, what made you decide to finally launch the company? Um, you said that, you know, you always sort of had this background in that space, but sort of stepping into it and saying, you know, what, I'm going to, I'm going to found a company and, you know, had this company in skincare, like what was sort of that decision-making process for you? Totally. Um, it's interesting because if you, if I knew what I knew now, right. It's it should have felt scarier to me, right? Uh, because it is, it takes, I don't know a successful founder friend who doesn't make, and their families, enormous sacrifices to build something that they're really passionate about. So um, I was on the R&D side, not on, you know, wasn't working on the brand side of the business, which I think worked to my advantage because everything seemed possible right? Versus, no, this is how we do it. And this is how we do in-store visual merch. And this is how we do, you know, it, I, I think I was able to bring a really different perspective because I'm a big believer when you wear the customer hat, you'll always have the right answer. So I just, as a customer myself, does this make sense to me? You know, we just rolled out nationwide, these beautiful towers for Glow Facial at Ulta. And it was so awesome to walk in Ulta yesterday with our merchant team and see them there and they were digestible and watch customers interact with them and they got it. And, um, so it's, it's certainly not, um, something that you can wake up and you're like, I'm going to start a skincare brand. It really had an evolution to it. And, um, I was already making things for myself and I had so many girlfriends that were like, oh my gosh, you know, can I have this? Can I, so, you know, you start kind of botching bigger and bigger and, um, I was guesting on a few different morning shows. They would ask me to come on for like beauty and wellness tips. And um, the buyer at HSN saw me in something and said, you know, we would love if you can, you know, sit down and chat with us. And it's interesting because when we launched Beauty Bio, for me, I needed it to be the antithesis to what I was seeing in the market. 
I mean, we have three words in neon in our conference room above the main glass board, truth and beauty. And I wanted that installed there because every decision we make, every idea we're mapping out on the board, it needs to come back to delivering truth and beauty. Mm-hmm. Because I believe if you educate someone and help them make a more empowered choice, if you have a great formula, that only strengthens your position. Right. I mean, I will put our formulas against anything out there, bring it, and we will perform. So we started first on television, which was so fun. And I could have a really lean team and we could have a sizable business. And then when I, you know, and I I was modeling at the time too, which was like a weird juxtaposition of being like, I love and most comfortable, like behind the microscope and in that world. And then um, started in my late teens being asked to model and it was great. And it helped honestly be fun, the business in the beginning too, because mm-hmm. I could bring my computer when I was shooting and then have days that I went to the lab and so forth. And I am so grateful for that experience because now when we put campaigns together, when we, you know, I worked with some of the top makeup artists. So it was so interesting to hear like, why do you use this? What do you love about that? What do you think is missing in the market? So it was this beautiful, like organic lab, if you will, being able to take a pulse on uh, what that looks like. And now when we're putting a campaign together, because I live that world, it's easier for me to see it. So back to the breadcrumbs, right? Like how does this all piece together? Um, so it was really, and I was you know comfortable in front of the camera. So when we launched first on HSN, if you've ever seen the movie Joy, it was like actually like that, where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going to look at the camera and pretend like it's my best friend. And I'm just going to tell her what I know. And it was the craziest thing. We sold out in 12 minutes of all of our inventory. And it was an amazing moment where you go, oh my gosh, like this message is resonating with people. It's clean skincare, clinically proven, easy to use. Like no one has time for 12 steps. They just don't. Mm -hmm. And if they make time, probably going to be hard to stick to it. Right. So I think, especially as a mom and I raise my kids in business at the same time, um, it has been incredibly humbling. Um, and also helps me to always keep in perspective. Your skincare routine is one little sliver of your life. We all have a million other things going on. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that everyone can focus on building their empires and we're going to give you edited cliff notes on exactly the most important things for you to do. Yeah. Well, like I said, at the beginning, your success with the company, I think to me is super impressive because well, would you mind reminding me again, the year you started the company? Yeah, June, 2011. So we, 2011. So I feel like, room. yeah, I, I just feel like in, in my opinion, 2011, a time when, I mean, if you think like makeup and sure, maybe things like cleansers, moisturizers were popular, but now looking at the way the market has changed, you know, a lot of celebrity, you brought up influencer skincare lines and brands that people are just launching and not to discredit because there are a lot of great, you know, brands out there. Right. Um, but not to discredit anybody's work, but I feel like, you know, how I joked in the beginning, it's sort of like everybody and their mother has them happening now. Was that difficult for you in the beginning to sort of step into that space and start doing these new things? Um, and then I guess as a second, like part two to that question, do you find it, you know, challenging now, honestly, you know, as there's so many different brands out there, um, you know, we talked about sort of what makes your company different, but are you still trying to figure out ways to like differentiate, differentiate yourselves from others? Yeah, these are great questions. And the landscape has hundred percent changed. No doubt. I mean, we were talking clean skincare before it was even like a thing. And I love that consumers now expect more, which they should. And if they continue to, cause that forces change in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that we have the business that we've grown from, you know, here in the U.S., Sephora, Ulta, Nordstrom, to Harrods in London, Mecca in Australia, and that we've been here for a decade and continued beautiful global growth, that boils down to one thing. At the end of the day, someone might love something that is like the cutest packaging on their counter or something trendy they saw that they picked up on TikTok or whatnot. But the most important thing and what we will keep going back to, and I think why we've been able to grow the brand that we have over a decade and not a fly by night is our products work. Mm-hmm. And 
when you talk to our team, you know, we have 250 people across the country that are in our, you know, in our different retailers, helping to educate, helping to support. They're all so knowledgeable. We call them our skin intellects. So knowledgeable. And former estheticians, the talent that we have um, in what we call the field is so representative of who we are as a brand um, because it's smart, simplified, right? So I think to your point of there's this onslaught of you know influencer brands. If you remember, think back to you know pre this chapter, it was fragrance. Like every celebrity had a fragrance, right? And now it's like every celebrity has a skincare, um, and that's great. I think you know that is the economy that we live in. Lots of choices, but what sticks around, and I think what continues to have staying power, it comes down to one word, which is efficacy. Mm-hmm. We did a recent study with. Um, I think it was 300 or so customers and it was a fill in the blank and it you know, populates this kind of word cloud. And the word that was the biggest word in the center of the word cloud that we heard open fill over and over again, you fill it out open. It's not like a multiple choice effective. And I like my eyes teared up and then it was clean, you know, beautiful, whatever. I love that we can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Cause the packaging is, is beautiful. We try to make sure that we're always sustainable, recyclable, um, and there's lots of improvement and lots of work to do for us, for the industry, um, as we look at, you know, refillables and this, you know, exciting chapter um, that is, you know, kind of coming down the pipe. But at the end of the day, you will go back to, we will go back to, I will as a consumer, what actually works. I was with one of our um, team members yesterday in South Lake, and she showed me her own before and afters with the most intense rosacea, hyperpigmentation, hair loss, because we have an amazing scalp mm-hmm. set because microneedling helps grow back your hair and showed her own before and after pictures. And she's a former esthetician. Like, it's not like she didn't know. Mm-hmm. She said, I got to tell you, it wasn't until I started using beauty bio that my skin changed. And for me, like, that's what it's all about right there. Like that, like I feel so satisfied and happy forget this award or this or that, like that is what it's about right there. It's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Right. And I mean, to your point that you brought up earlier, like there are so many people that back your brand, whether it be retail stores, um, whether in the United States or internationally, um, different celebrity, you know, clientele, people that like are consumers and purchase your products that rave about them. Oh, and, you. and to me, when I look at companies, especially like right now, we talked about skincare. There's so many things trending. I choose, and not just within skincare, but really any sort of industry where there's stuff trending and people are like, Oh, what's this all about? I really choose to try and look at brands that have been there from the get-go. And, and like you said, you guys, while you're not, you know, a 50 year old company, you've, you were there in the industry before a lot of this buzz happened and your, your passion for it was there before a lot of this buzz happened. And I think that's really interesting. And that personally, like me as a consumer, that's what really attracts me to companies. Then of course, there's the other thing where we talked about the technology and the, in the, the different things you're doing, and you just brought up some products. And for those who don't know about beauty bio, you really focus on face, hair, body, and I think that's great, you know, hitting, hit, checking all Head the people. To and yeah. And for those who don't know, I mean, two of your big uh, products, one that you just mentioned earlier that just launched, I mean, the Glow Pro and then the Glow Facial. How did, if you wouldn't mind, you know, for those who aren't aware of the products, um, interested maybe in them, um, how did you sort of decide you wanted to focus on these like at-home facial tools for people? It's a great question. And it really is where our entire industry is going, right? And here's what's what's I think people miss sometimes is as consumers ourselves, we want a certain benefit. Maybe it's tighter pores, maybe it's smoother skin, whatever it might be. And it's really uh, independent of the methodology to achieve that result. For example, I don't care if it's a cream. I don't care if it's a tool. I don't care if it's like do five cartwheels backwards. I'm like, okay, I'm in, right? So what's exciting is we need to give more credit to the consumer to understand technology and be able to execute in the home. And what's been exciting for us is democratizing access to tech that was only available once upon a time 
in doctor's offices. And I know because we have developed plenty of products, MD only, Mm -hmm. RX as well. So when I, when you think about that, for example, our new glow facial tool, which I'm obsessed with, it's amazing. Blue LED light. It's literally like a little Dyson vacuum for your pores. Like Mm -hmm. it is amazing. You're infusing plumping hyaluronic acid, clarifying salicylic acid into the skin while pulling out all the dirt, all the debris. You can hear it. Uh huh. (laughs) It's so satisfying. And before we launched this, you pay two, $300 depending on where you live today to get this treatment. And they show you your waste chamber at the end. And it's really satisfying. Every celebrity, I hate to use the word every, but many, many, the vast majority of celebrities, models, and so forth. I was actually backstage last week. We did a collaboration with Christian Siriano. He designed a new glow facial um, design for us. And we were doing the model skin before they walked down the runway and they were freaking out because of clean face, but they're like, look at all this pollution and blackheads. And it's amazing. It's about, it's about skin health and it's about access mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, to me, it is not right. We need to give consumers enough credit that we can't do this at home in the 1970s or eighties, you know, computers are just coming on the scene. They were as big as this room that I'm sitting in. Right. And Mm -hmm. now they're literally in the palm of our hand. Right. Imagine if someone was like, Oh, people can't figure this out. Like we just need to keep it here. No, Mm -hmm. like science advances. And now we can do, I mean, anyone literally the glow facial tool is your at-home esthetician. You just hold Mm -hmm. it it does its thing. Same with Glopro. You just glide it on the skin. Your skin acts like a cushion. You can never push too hard. You can never mess it up. My nine-year-old daughter steals it and uses it. And my grandmother uses it. Like it is so easy. And to me, I, I don't love that this sort of like elitism of like only half of 1% of the world gets access to this stuff. Like that's not right. Like everybody should have access. There was a sweet mom who messaged me last week and she's like, I'm saving up for the glow facial. I have six kids. She's like, I'm doing the best I can. I was like, girl, give me your address, like glow facial on me, because mm-hmm. that is exactly, it gives me goosebumps. Like that is exactly who deserves this tool. So amazing kudos to everyone that can go get professional hydration facials for 300 bucks every Friday. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of the world, like why should we also not have access to awesome, awesome tech? So that is something I'm super, super passionate about. And I'll tell you just like a quick anecdote. When we launched our retinol system, R45, that's our nighttime retinol. Mm-hmm. I won't say the retailer, but I sat across the table, retails for 150, which is less than the price of one prescriptive retinol tube at 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And over the age of 30, your insurance doesn't pay for it anymore. So it's typically 200 bucks a tube and you get three concentration in ours. And she's like, you know that you should be selling this for 450. I said, yeah, you're not wrong. I'm like, we should be selling it for 450. And honestly, from a margin perspective, you're spot on. I said, but what good is it if you create something awesome that is clinically proven to change skin and only half of 1% of the world can afford it? Right. And I think to me, that's the one thing, I mean, Glow Facial, I was just checking out a bunch of the videos that have been surfacing on social media, on your social media pages. And it is such an incredible looking product and something I'm so personally like excited to try out because I think another aspect that, you know, you were talking about affordability of not having to go out and and book those appointments, but I also think like the time management of it all, right. The fact that you can do this at home on your own time. I mean, like I know like when it comes to me and booking appointments to go somewhere, I put things off and off and off because it, it sounds oh, crazy saying hard. like I don't have the time, but it's yeah. hard to find the time. Right. And it's hard yeah. to find the time, especially with things like, uh, self-care, at least for me. And I probably need to do better on that, but having something at home that you can find that time at 2 AM. Yeah. Literally like for me, the time it takes to call and book an appointment and like, look, I mean, you're already done with your treatment. This is four and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. You're right. Like we all have a finite amount of time. And I agree. Like for me, that is one of the greatest things is to add back in time. No doubt. Definitely. I'm so excited for you to try it. You're going to love it. I know. I know. Especially because like I, with, when it comes to my face, like I have a very oily T zone, you know, pores are a factor in that. And so I think products like that are just 
perfect for it. And like I said, you don't have to go book those appointments. You could do it right at home. So I think I have to show you this really fast. Yeah. Not to send me your waist shimmer. This TikTok is just went viral. Is oh this, my goodness. Isn't that amazing? Is this yeah, it is like a vacuum. It's like a Dyson vacuum. Right? It's like a Dyson vacuum for your skin. I'm just showing this image of um, what someone got out of their skin. And that's what I love is, you know, a clean pore is a less noticeable pore. But look, for me, it's not about the outside. It's about healthy skin, it's your largest living organ. Like we've got to take care of it. And when you leave all of the pollution, the extra oil, all the stuff inside the skin, because it's like a filter, right? It's like a HEPA filter for your body. Um, that is aging and some of it can be toxic. So, you know, over time, it's not good. It's not good for our skin. Um, so I love that this like pulls everything out. It's a, an amazing reset. And as you use it more frequently, you'll notice, of course, the beautiful plumping benefits. That's why people love it before red carpet events and all of that, but it really helps your skin have an incredible glow. And it is literally as soft as like the inside of a puppy's ear. When you do it, it's the best. Yeah. And I, I don't know what you would prefer either, you know, it be your morning or your nighttime routine, but when it comes to the beauty bio products and for those like myself, who's really interested in trying out your products and, and, and you know, developing some sort of regimen and, and putting them into my skincare routine, what is your like go-to routine with the products you offer? And, um, yeah, like what are, what are your go-tos? Totally. It's super simple. And I think this is like shocking to people because unless I'm doing my glow facial, which I do twice a week, that takes four and a half minutes. My skincare routine is literally 60, maybe 90 seconds. So in the morning, wash my face. I use our pH balancing cleanser. It's called the balance. I always laugh when people are like, I'm double and triple cleansing. I'm like, that's not good skincare formulation. You actually don't need to wash your face three times. Um, so I love this because it gets everything off the skin, even at night, like black eyeliner. If you've been to an event, like everything off doesn't burn. You don't even need a toner because it pH balances your skin back to that perfect 5.5. So I wash my face with the balance cleanser. This is the morning. Then I put on our daily vitamin C serum. It's really, it's a beautiful viscous, which means kind of a thinner formula. So it just instantly drinks into the skin. It's not tacky, fragrance-free. It's amazing. And that's like your Star Wars shield. That's like when you take oral vitamins, like vitamin C, that is the topical vitamin that your skin needs to help protect against pre-radical damage, hyperpigmentation. It is, it's the most important vitamin you can put on. Ours is acid-free. We use magnesium ascorbyl phosphate instead of ascorbic acid. So if you have sensitive skin, you'll love it. Even that skin tone, all the things. So wash your face and I apply the vitamin C. Then I put on, you want to hydrate, seal it all in. So I use our Zen bubble gel cream, also oil-free, fragrance-free. It has Sika, which is tiger's grass. Tigers literally brush against this grass in the wild and it heals their wounds. So if you have angry skin, you know, volatile skin. And what I love about it as well is it's the first moisturizer. It's a top seller for us at our retailers. It's the first moisturizer that controls oil while also delivering 65% more hydration. That's huge. Mm -hmm. So you're not using like zone moisturizers. Like it, it adjusts as your skin changes throughout the year. Right. So cleanse vitamin C moisturize, seal it in with that Zen bubble gel cream. And then I put on my SPF and you always want to put on your SPF last because you should be using physical barrier, zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, and things shouldn't be able to penetrate after that. So you're kind of wasting your money. If you try to put your skincare on after your sunscreen, mm -hmm. so that's your last thing. And what I love about, and we use, I use the perfecter. It's our SPF. So cleanse vitamin C seal it in with the hydration block it all with the SPF. And that's it. It is, it takes seconds um, Zen bubble is also an amazing primer. So okay. it's fantastic for that. And then we have this, um, under eye brightener called the highlighter that's been on fire for us. It sold out nationwide at Sephora in three days. It's an amazing one. So if you mm -hmm. feel like you like that extra, it has a little depuffing tool on the end of it. It's awesome. Um, that's literally the only thing I have on today is my, is highlighter. Um, and then it's, it's awesome. And then at night I wash my face, same cleanser. I have a big one in my shower, like a big pump and then one by my sink wash your face. Then I use either my glow pro or my glow facial tool. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can use either one. This is like taking the dirty cars to the car wash. Your mm -hmm. glow pro is like popping the dent out of the side of the car. They're yeah. both important. Glow pro builds volume. This is going to give you deepest clean, pull everything out, retexturize the skin. They're both important. And we develop microneedling because it helps all of your products absorb 200 times more effective. 
think about it. It's like a hot shot mm-hmm. tunnel for those ingredients to get down where they can work. Otherwise, like by cold cream, your ingredients have to get down deeper in the skin to work. So I wash my face. Then I'm using my Glow Pro or my Glow Facial, depending on the night. I do Sunday and Thursday night as my Glow Facial night, kind of like <laughs> reset the skin. Otherwise, I'm using my Glow Pro. And then I apply my vitamin A. So remember vitamin C during the day, vitamin A, vitamin A, retinol is another word for it. And then I seal it in with the quench cream and that's our ceramide rich cream. So it's a little bit heavier, if you will. Um, If you have really dry skin, you can totally use that morning and night, but I use a lighter cream during the day and then quench at night. And that's it. Literally wash your face, glow pro so that everything will absorb, put on that serum and then seal it in with a moisturizer. Like it takes 90 seconds. You don't need eight steps. I love all the different fun ingredients and this fruit and that fruit that are out there, but like the most essential thing that you can do to change your skin is using vitamin C during the day, vitamin A at night, stimulating with a tool. You can't get, there is no washcloth on the planet earth. That's going to extract the blackheads like this baby. Like it's just not going to happen. So, you know, upgrading your skincare by adding in power tool and using SPF to, I mean, 90% of um, aging comes from sun damage. So it's re- SPF is really important. Even like 10 minutes of sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Well, like I, first of all, I feel like I need to just play this back after I'm done <laughs> talking with you and then take some notes because you mentioned so many good things. And what I loved about everything you mentioned, it is a simple routine and you mentioned the ingredients that are really necessary. Um, I think for me, what got really confusing over the past few years with, we talked about the recruit, the creation of all these different skincare companies is everybody's sort of telling consumers you need this and that's a good skincare product. Or if you don't have this in your your routine, you're not doing it right. And it's so many different ingredients and so many different products. And now I've started to look at, you know, what I'm using and being like, why am I using this? Like, I feel like, is this doing stuff that works? And then when I start to look at the ingredients, like we talked about earlier, it's, you find these things that really clash. And I I question like, why did I even start doing this to begin with? So I think, um, to your point, and like I said, these products sound fantastic and I can't wait to check all these out myself. But I think it's the stripping everything back and looking at the ingredients, looking at the formulas, and also just figuring out what works best with your skin, but really trying to simplify that down. Because I've, I mean, just in my short experience doing it, I've started to notice a big difference with my skin and just sort of simplifying my routine. I totally agree with that. And that is advice everyone should take forward. At the end of the day, I follow the data. Mm -hmm. Like It's just, it's going to perform or it's not going to perform. Show me the data, right? 10 out of 10 dermatologists will agree you should be using mm-hmm. vitamin C during the day and a physical barrier SPF, and then using vitamin A at night. So you can't disprove what's already been proven by clinical studies mm-hmm. over and over again. Now, adding in the apricot oil and this extract and the jojoba, which I love jojoba, there's nothing, I mean, it's great, but mm-hmm. those, think of those as like the icing on the cake if you want to enhance, but starting with the basics and don't replace the basics with something else like vitamin C, vitamin A, physical barrier, SPF, bring in a power performance tool to stimulate the skin, to get those pro-grade results from home. Like that is the basic formula. And then you can start popping in, you know, this or that. But I think that's where we've gotten upside down is now we're trying to make the core these things that are fun and, you know, sure, maybe a little extra highlight or something, but it's not from a skin health perspective, you're still starving yourself and your skin, again, living organ of the essentials that it needs. So start with those essentials. My daughter's 13. I have her just now starting on vitamin C, a simple cleanser and a moisturizer. She does not Mm -hmm. need glycolic acid. Right. He does not need, you know, this advanced peptide repair. Like she does not need that. Mm-hmm. So start introducing a vitamin A in your twenties, but starting basic with vitamin C, even in your teens is great. It actually helps control sebaceous activity. Magnesium phosphate does which helps with acne too. Um, but keeping it simple. And I think people will find when they stop playing chemist at home, you know, mm-hmm. think, think of the ingredient deck that is this big with some of your products. Then the next product is this pretty soon. Like it's amazing that people's skin are not freaking out more. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then color cosmetics on top of that. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. So I think just pairing it back, focusing on the essentials from whatever line you want to buy it from. And then you'll, your, your skin will reset 
and you'll be in a better position if you feel like you've had kind of just some volatility. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and, and then also I, I just want to sort of shift the focus back onto beauty bio and everything upcoming you have working on. What are you able to share? You know, we just talked about glow facial and launching that. What else are you able to share that you're working on or any new, you know, launches plans, um, you know, goals you have with the company, what have it? Oh my gosh. Um, it has been, I will mark my words right now. Glow facial will be the biggest launch we've ever had as a brand. We sold out. We launched exclusively with Ulta, Mm -hmm. our website, HSN did a preview. We sold out and what typically lost 24 hours of inventory by 11 AM on HSN. We sold out on our website in 72 hours and we stole units from everywhere. We brought in over a hundred thousand units for the launch. I, I thought we were going to bring in like 25,000 would have been amazing. And then it became 83,000. And then it became, um, it has been the most unbelievable launch. And I'm so grateful because you don't know until you launch it, right. How people will receive it and, um, that they will love it as much as, as we all do. And the fact that everyone has been loving it has been insane. And I'm so, so thankful for it and happy that everyone is seeing the results that we have seen. And we just partnered with Christian Siriano to do the design that I spoke about. It's super cute. I actually have one on my desk from a meeting earlier. So cute. Oh, very cute. Yeah. Right. It's so uh-huh. adorable. And we did a clutch um, together. Janet Jackson left the fashion show last week, like five seats down from me, walking out with our clutch, our whole collaboration. I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I don't even want to wake up tomorrow because that was like icon. Um, so that has been so, so fun working on that. And then we get into holiday and we have some amazing holiday sets. Our theme this year is um, afterglow. And the whole concept is it's the party that you have in your bathroom after the party, right? You know, like taking off the, the party, taking off the makeup, getting, pulling everything out of your skin, doing your routine. So um, it's been really, really fun, almost like Studio 54-ish. We have like fun kind of disco balls and some of the um, sets and so forth. It's It's super fun. Cause it's true. Like once I get the robe on, I'm like, okay, this is my like me time for two minutes here. Yeah. It's so nice. It's like, it's like a ritual. It's like a nightly ritual. I put my music on, I turn yeah. it into a little jam session, get all the makeup, everything. And it is, it's, it's very ritualistic. <laughs> it is. And it's important because I think when we stop looking at it as an indulgence, you're like, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad if I go to the gym. I, I feel bad if I don't. Right. Like same thing with our skin health, like yeah. take oral vitamins. Again, I feel bad if I don't. Like these are the topical vitamins that are skin, which is an organ. No one looks at you and is like, "Are you taking your B12? Your liver looks so good." <laughs> like, but yet we'll skip our skin vitamins that you know we need. So I think it's just kind of a shift in in mindset um, that we continue to see in the industry. But yes, lots happening with um, our launch. We have some fun things in the works already for next year. And we've been meeting in what's called market with our different retail partners and planning for next year. But I think it's going to be our biggest year ever. And I'm just thrilled. I'm seriously so pumped for you to try glow facial the first time. Like you have to like send me images and let me know yes. what you've got your hashtag poor confessions. That's the hashtag. We need that Usher song. Like these are my confessions, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think to me, like why I'm so excited to try it is because it sounds like a game changing product, right? We talked about the, the, aspect of saving on that affordability and having, so you don't have to go out and book these crazy expensive appointments weekly, whenever you go to them and you can do this at home. And it, like, as you said, takes four and a half minutes, right? Four and a half minutes. So you're easy. done. So I, I, you're, I done, you're like, wait, I want to go more. And yeah. before that you swip a swatch, the uh, swatch, like too many meetings today, switch the um, top. This is the wide one that I use on my forehead my cheek, my decollete. Um, there's a narrow tip that you'll put on and mm-hmm. that girl, that is like where you dig for gold. You take that Perfect. little narrow tip next to the nose uh-huh. in there. It like, I have live seen blockheads pull out of the nose <laughs> with that tip and then use it along the chin too. that same uh-huh. narrow tip. Oh, oh yeah. So good. Well, yeah, like I said, a game changing product. So I, I'm so excited that it's gone so well already. And I just, I feel like it's going to continue. Cause like I said, it's, it's something that so many people are going to want to have on their, in their shelves and their cabinets. And, um, it's going to be that go-to product. So 
Yeah, Jamie, like I said, this has been so awesome to chat about just your, your history with the company, your history with the subject matter. And I think why I was so excited, I said this to you in the beginning, why I was so excited to have you on and to chat with you is because as I'm getting more and more interested in skincare and, you know, using products and incorporating stuff into my, my daily regimens, I think what really sets your company apart from all the research I've done and the testimonials that people give is seeing the sort of different approach you're taking to it. Um, and you brought up sort of truth and beauty, right? And I think there's something really powerful about, you know, keeping truth and keeping consistency in, in your products and the things that you create. So like I said, I think you're doing incredible work with it. And before we wrap, I always like to end with this being handling it. Has there been as your in your experience as an entrepreneur, as a CEO of this company, has there been any sort of advice or a lesson that you've learned that's really helped you handle it all? Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's so funny because one of our interns, um, I try to spend time with our different interns that come on as they're going into their next chapter. And um, one of our sweet interns is headed to Stanford and she is like yourself, very articulate and driven and said, you know, can I ask a question? It's same exact question that you just asked. Like, what do you wish that you would have known? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I gave her a few different pieces and I'll, um, I'll offer one that I think is the most important. It's begin with the end in mind. And it's a Stephen Covey seven habits principle. And it's one that it sounds so obvious, but I have seen so many entrepreneurs or just individuals. Um, and I've done it at points in my own life, right. Where we kind of meander, right. It's like, we kind of let life happen versus making life happen. And just because you have a plan, let me tell you, it's never going to be exactly like what you plan. Mm -hmm. However, at least you have a roadmap that you're working towards that you can put some guardrails in place, pressure test, and you have that time with yourself to say on the surface, I'm saying, this is what I really want, but in my heart, this is actually what I really want. Right. So you might say, oh, I'm going to you know, take this career path because it makes the most sense. Um, but then when you pause and you fast forward 10 years down the road, 20 years and picture yourself doing that same thing, does that bring you joy? Because mm -hmm. I'll tell you this right now, there is no way I could do the 18 hour workdays, 14 hour workdays. I flew 400,000 miles in 2019 before the shutdown. There is no way I could have done that and willingly happily excited to do it as the brand was growing. If I didn't believe in what we're doing and it didn't bring joy, is it hard? Yes, it's so hard. It is definitely not for the faint of heart, but I think in hindsight, if you know that you want to be um, a doctor, well, you can reverse engineer into, okay, well, I need to go to medical school. I should probably look at these internships. There's a roadmap out there usually for what you're more likely to have a higher degree of success. If you want this to be the number one podcast in the world, okay, well, let's study the number one podcast in the world. And what does that look like? And how can I help reverse engineer into, you know, are, do, are they ro rotating number of guests per week? Are they like, there's typically you can kind of like unpack what that, what that looks like. And, um, and for me, that's been really helpful because it allows you to learn from other people's experiences versus, you know, I'm, I don't have it all figured out. I still don't have it all figured out. Um, and I, and I know that, and I'm going to lean on people that um, have more experience than I do to say, Hey, what should I do here? This is, this is new for me. I haven't been at this crossroads before. And I think that's been really, really helpful. And then um, the last thing that we say a lot at Beauty Bio is trust, but verify. And in my early years, I, you, we never assume, right. Mm -hmm. I would assume that of course the goods arrived at the warehouse, right? They said they were going to, I got the email confirmation, but then it takes 10% more effort to just call the warehouse and confirm, mm -hmm. right? So you don't end up in a situation where they're like, we don't have these goods to ship. And you're like, what do you mean? You know, now you've lost two weeks or whatever it might be. So putting processes in place that trust, right? I'm always, you know, cautiously optimistic mm -hmm. and plan for the best, plan for the worst and hope for the best. But I think, you know, trust, we want open trusting um, execution, but just verify to make sure that, you know, did she get the zoom invite to, you know, whatever it might be that saved, um, a lot. And then I think lastly, discovering that happiness is directly tied to expectation and knowing that 
everyone's life experience is different. So to you, it might seem like a very obvious and normal expectation about something. Uh, maybe you grew up in a household that was always prompt, always on time. And someone else grew up in a household that it was like, oh, on time is like 15 minutes late. Neither is right or wrong. But if that's not communicated, then there's going to be friction. So I think, you know, creating expectation with your team and your personal life and just kind of verbalizing that, um, I have found is leads and is directly correlated to overall satisfaction and, and happiness. So I think outlining, um, hey, here's here's my plan for this meeting and here's what I'm hoping to achieve or here's my, whatever it might be uh, is, is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, I love what you said um, about like sort of setting a goal or, or trying to reach that height because I think it's so easy. A lot of the times um, people, myself included, sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. We want to try and skip a couple steps. Right. We want to you know, cut corners, take a different right. route. But I think it's really important to take things step by step to pay attention and be more aware of what you're doing and how you get there. Um, and I think it makes, at least in my opinion, it makes the journey like all that much more brighter and better getting to that height. So I, yeah. I think, yeah, you just laid down a ton of good advice <laughs> and um, I, I probably made every mistake out there. So if I can help someone, I mean, we're all going to make mistakes, but you just have to learn quickly from them and, and, you know, pivot. Well, and Jamie, like I said, this was so wonderful having you on. And before you go, where can people, you know, follow along with you and your journey with Beauty Bio and, you know, go check out your products? Oh, that's sweet. Um, you can follow along at Beauty Bio on all major social platforms. Uh, my handle's at Jamie O'Banion. And you can find Beauty Bio in the U.S. at um, Sephora, Ulta, Nordstrom, and BeautyBio.com. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you so much. And I just, I can't wait to see what all you continue to do with this. Oh, thank you so much. I'm grateful for your support and for everyone who tuned in today and hope that it provided some, some helpful nuggets. And I want to do a whole separate session with you. And I need, I need to like unpack and learn everything that you've been doing so many incredible things. So I'm so inspired by you and what you're bringing together and what you're sharing with your community too. So thank you for your time. All right, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed today's conversation with Jamie. I personally loved hearing about the passion that she has for skincare and science and working to create products that are clean and clinically tested. If you'd like to learn more about Beauty Bio and the products that Jamie discussed in today's episode, there are social media handles and a link to their website in the show notes. Thank you to Jamie so much for coming on and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. I will see you in two weeks with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.